Bergman, and you are listening to the Punk Rock Libertarians Podcast, episode 274. I'm here tonight with Jared Schneiderman. What's up, guys? Philip Dassing. What's up? Alexis Legal. What's going on, quarantine comrades? Oh, <laughs> Wagner. Hey, guys. And newcomer Nicholas Picone, or, or Nikki P. What's up, yo? Hey, dude. It, it's great to finally have you on the podcast with us, dude. It's weird to finally be here. <laughs> it's weird to finally be here. Like, how is it weird, dude? Well, I remember when I used to, like, listen to you guys. It was one of the first libertarian podcasts I found because I'm like, oh, punk rock's cool. That's got to be cool. And then I, I got wrong. I, and, then, and then I got annoyed with the show and stopped listening for a while. And then eventually I started <laughs> oh, listening gee, again. Wait, do you remember? Do you, do you recall what annoyed again. you? Um, I, we all know Kyle? what annoyed me. Was it Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> do I have to answer the question? <laughs> okay, it so, was so me. Kyle, Wasn't it? You can plead the fifth. <laughs> Kyle made you rage quit the podcast. He does that from time to time. I always end up coming back. Dave Smith does the same thing. Like I, every, every two months, I, I quit listening to part of the problem. Then I'm like, mm. let's see what he's got on now because he'll have a guest I like. And then I'm like, okay, I'm back in. And then he'll go all like ultra conservative Christian and I don't care anymore. <laughs> That's that, that's with me and like Adam and uh, the Adam and Drew podcast <laughs> that Kyle also watches. I just get like annoyed every so often because he gets like super conservative and sounds like a fucking cranky old man. But then they always somehow draw me back in. It's yeah, like, I don't I, I don't get annoyed with them. I just like uh, sometimes disagree with him. Adam is a little hawkish on foreign policy. Yeah. You know, he, a lot of times he's like, you know, those people over there, we just got to kick their asses. You know, he's like. They're a bunch of crazy hype religious people, and you know that's why we need to be over there. So he he's not a non-interventionist, and that's probably the one thing that annoys me most about him. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I listen to a lot of guys on the radio, and, and generally keep my cool. Sometimes I get mad in my car because um, I listen to. <laughs> you start yelling at your radio. <laughs> I have I absolutely I have I've, really I listen to um you know uh, Michael Savage and uh, why why Kyle what's the wait, other guy's Michael's, name Levin. wait the gay guy Levin. why no not the gay guy Savage is a uh, like oh I'm a, thinking of Dan Savage yeah that's Dan Savage the uh, columnist yeah. from whatever uh, Michael Savage was he was on like Fox News Radio like just a local AM station here. Mm-hmm. And uh, I I agree with him sometimes, but a lot of times I don't. And um, I don't know. Like he just has a real deep voice. He's like got a good re- voice for radio, and he's interesting. But he is like pretty much he's a complete nationalist. I mean, he he's really really far in the borders, language, culture. That's his mantra. You know, he wants to close the borders and protect the language and the culture from changing. Why do you, Hell yeah, Kyle. Why do you, why do you subject yourself to that, Kyle? Well, you know, we used to have this awesome libertarian on Baltimore radio. I know. He um, was my boy, man. Yeah. yeah. Um, name, Ron it was, Smith. Yeah. The late, great, the late um, great Ron Smith. Ron Smith yeah. was the man. And I, that, he was one of the earliest libertarians I found on the radio. And, you know, here he, he was actually a Baltimore guy. Um, Dude, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, but there's no libertarians on um, the radio anymore. I would say with Savage, I get mad when he attacks, like, Rand Paul, Ron Paul, and any kind of like uh, anti-war position. That's really they all, annoying. They all do. Ron Smith was amazing, dude, and I'm surprised. I mean, he was um, he was like beyond just being a libertarian, like not beyond libertarian politics, but he was so well-rounded in other aspects of just like literature and history and 
and just culture and music and art. And, uh, but he definitely could have had like a national following, but I just don't think he wanted to sell the fuck out. And he was like an ardent Ron Paul supporter. And I just remember when I first moved to Baltimore, I stumbled across him just like surfing through the radio and it was like 2007 and he was throwing a poll out there. Who would you want to see to be the, you know, Republican nominee and every other caller. And I was listening. It was like on a Friday, just driving home from work. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like every other caller was basically stating Ron Paul. And I'm like, all right, if people on here are talking about Ron Paul, then obviously this dude must be talking about some like real issues and talking about like, has like a, a broader view on things. But unfortunately, dude, like I gave up on radio, Kyle. Like, why, why are you subjecting yourself to like mainstream talk? I mean, ugh. Like, I, I feel yeah. dirty listening to that shit, man. I, I, I also, I also I listen to, to progressive radio and also to uh, Urban View, which is also very progressive, <laughs> but it's just uh, black. It's for um, a black audience, so it's like beat, you know. Wow! Wow! Uh, <laughs> easy, Kyle. Easy. Do, do you just try to like? I mean, sometimes like. I guess because you like to debate a lot, Kyle. I mean, you're like in your – so I guess maybe – is it because you want to have like maybe a little more like what are the sheeple thinking or maybe – I don't know. Like what's your – why are you subjecting yourself to this? Other than I, That's the only logical thing I could think of is like what are the sheeple thinking? How can I debate them or engage them in a conversation? He wants coronavirus, dude. <laughs> I don't he know. Wants, I just like to hear. Stress. I like to hear the different perspectives. Although Progress Radio on Sirius is like um, basically twenty four seven Trump bashing. They very very rarely get any kind of idea across that's anything other than just you know what is this idiot Trump doing now and how do we get Trump out? They're they're completely fixated on that. So they don't talk they're about obsessed, policy man. that much. They're what tossing salads? That too. Nice. They, they 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 definitely have Trump derangement sy- syndrome. Syndrome. Yeah, Facebook so, uh, real right now, but yeah, I was thinking I will I carry would, on. We're recording locally, so I was thinking I would uh, maybe kick off with some announcements. Like after the podcast, we're gonna go move on to our after hours program. So if you hit us up at patreon.com forward slash punk rock libertarians and contribute a minimum of one dollar per month, you will gain access to our after hours program. Um, also, like, I want to plug something that we started doing last night. And uh, this is like, we, we have a new group on Facebook, and it's called Anarchy Bar, hosted by Punk Rock Libertarians. And what we're doing is on uh, every Saturday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we're going um, to set up a Zoom, and then we're going to throw a link in Anarchy Bar in the group, oh, yeah. and you can click on it. And it's just a bunch of like libertarians hanging out, like drinking beer, smoking weed, you know, talking uh, philosophy and what the fuck ever we want to talk about. Yeah, man. How many doing like, oh, go ahead, Jerry. Yeah. So oh. we, we did it last night and yeah. then uh, last night was the first night ever doing it. And we had about a dozen people in there uh, and most everybody hung around for uh, most of the time. Um, I, I think it went till like after three in the morning. I, I logged out with like the final person at after four. Wow. Damn, dude. <laughs> so. Yo, Nick Nick closed the bar down, man. Did you guys do any uh any of the oh. quiz labs or anything like that? <laughs> I legit closed it down too because it got to the point where I'm like, you know what, dude? Fuck you, I'm out. Wow. <laughs> just, just set the zoom off on him. <laughs> yeah, so you know, we're looking to do Sounds that. Awesome. Um, 
we can do that like every Saturday night. Um, it's like if people are around, they can. Uh, it, it was just a lot of fun. It, it was really cool. This is a yeah, good mix the- of people too. Yeah, yeah, be- yeah. definitely. Sweet. But uh, yeah, and then from there, uh, I thought we'd also mention. Uh, I'm. Uh, I just got hit with a 30-day stint of Facebook jail. Uh, dude, again? Yeah. What now? What did you do this time, dude? So, Jared, I shared this meme com- comparing COVID-19 snitches to Nazis, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it was and the then, uh, <laughs> It was more than just that. And then, uh, okay, so what? Explain it, Phil. Explain the meme. You had what? You, you had a picture. It was a picture of Adolf Hitler. That's where you went wrong. You can't post pictures of Adolf Hitler on on Facebook. It's so clever, dude. I, well, I, I mean, posted, but the, yeah, the weird thing ahead. is, it's, it's like it's like look at the meme in in its context. It's obviously not endorsing Hitler, dude. <laughs> well, dude, we're in an age of no reason and logic, and nobody can understand it because nobody well, understands. Is it getting pulled down because of Hitler, or is it getting pulled down because Hitler. the message is? Uh, it, they don't care about the message. Narrative. Yeah. There was a and, bunch of YouTube history channels that got shut down probably about a year ago in the first yeah. wave of this stuff. And just because Hitler was in the videos, they took down like World War II history channels. Dude, that used to be the like entire speeches. history channel. Yeah, the exactly. History channel used exactly. To be, like nothing before they got like all reality TV. It was like all fucking Hitler all day. <laughs> yep. Dude, you have like you have history channel by day and then at night it's just like yeah. well now that's what it is yeah but it used to be like the fucking like panzers rolling in yeah but what nick's talking about yeah it's crazy like historic speeches like kind of like holy shit like how did the third right come to power like what the fuck went on like how did this come to fruition no all gone like nick said pulled from youtube and uh that's scary man i mean that's how you forget that's how you forget about the past right well the meme the meme jared is basically i saw the meme Oh, oh, you saw it. Yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah. like if you shit, snitched on your neighbors, you did yeah. the right thing and nobody can understand like because people are because <laughs> there's no history channel now because no, there's no history on fucking history channel. So right. nobody understands the context. And we've just, oh, my God, have become like fucking retards. And it's the right thing. Yeah, it's a do the right thing. You did the right thing. It's fucking right. brilliant. There it is. I got the sap- meme. Is there, Dude, a, sp- a, is there a Spike a Lee joke in there? Oh yeah, yeah. Right? It's 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 good it's good on so many levels. It works levels. on a lot of levels, yeah. It's a it's right? a funny meme. It's a funny yeah. it's funny and it has a message attached to it. You don't deserve right? to be banned for that, man. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Kyle. Thank you for That's why I was wondering if he was banned because it had Hitler in it or if he was banned because it was basically, you know, going against the algorithm see Adolf Hitler and you're gone. Like, it's like just, it sounds like it's anti. It sounds like it's sort of anti the mainstream viewpoint on uh, on COVID a little bit. So maybe that that had something to do with it. I too. could even people who put up a picture of Hitler and say, "Oh, Hitler sucks." And what it would happen is the algorithms would completely. So it's just, just yeah. So it's just an algorithm upon, upon review. Up. Upon review, they'll put it back up. But with Matt's thing, they didn't even give him a chance to review it. They were like, nope, you're gone. Well, that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. They fucking hate So that it. leads me to believe that there was some yeah, human it's... review that happened, and then they were like, oh, well, well I don't um, agree I with they, this message. They, I, think I don't think so at all. Chance, they did give me a chance to appeal it. Now, and I think when that happens, they, like, look at it, and then they send you another notice as to whether or not they, they changed their mind. Because th- there was, like, one time, right, 
I was in Facebook jail for like 30 days or something. And then when I get out, I post something like, yay, out of Facebook jail. And then somebody like some asshole like reported it. Right. And then I instantly got thrown right back in because like whatever Facebook bot just approved it. Right. And then you had uh, just been in jail, I guess. I, I guess it, like they it's just like, it's it. like you're on probation mm-hmm. when you get but, out. But I was able to like uh, appeal it. And then I think like 20 minutes later, they let me out. So oh. dude, like I got a, Oh, go ahead. Nick. I was going to say, do you think I'd get flagged if like I, I, I got kicked into Facebook jail and then all I did was like on an alt account started posting like a whole bunch of uh, like uh, civil war songs by black people. Just like, you know, swing low, sweet chariot, you know, <laughs> Facebook in there, you know, really appropriating blackness into myself for the, the duration. Probably. Yeah. They probably throw you in for any reason. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just, I'm just laughing because I just saw I just saw Blazing Saddles like a couple nights ago, Nick. <laughs> and I'm just like, <laughs> that movie doesn't oh, exist. Didn't you hear? Oh yeah, right. Like that doesn't that movie is just you know it's a myth. It never it never existed. I'm super but, pumped for no no more of that SGW movie stuff. Just, just as an aside, we complain about Facebook, but like we haven't been able to move anywhere else. You know what I mean? Like I would really like to support another platform. Uh, I did I did sign up for a Gab account, but like <laughs> I was like I, I it's too much. I can't get started with something new. You know I, what the I, problem is? What's that? The problem is because the whole reason this is useful is because everybody's here and nobody wants us here. They want to go around sharing cats and dogs and shit. And so they would all just as soon be happy that we leave. So we're never going to actually get what we want, which is a way to yell at people (laughs) captively, I guess. And to like communicate with normies. Technically, it's the market working that we're going to get phased out. How about... um? Oh shit! I lost my train of thought there. Go ahead. Oh cool. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it'd be nice if they just allowed the bubbles, because I mean, we're kind of existing in this bubble on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it would be nice if we were just allowed to, you know, live in that bubble and just be kind of left alone. But instead, they've well, got to sort of, you know, impose their will on everybody. Look at Zuck just coming out with all these uh, reopening, like with all these uh, protests going on throughout the country about the shutdown and and like basically zuck basically came out on record and said like any events or coordinated events on facebook or be pulled because it's going against community standards i mean he mm-hmm. came straight up about that i mean that's like you know so now would be the time like kyle said to look for alternatives because yeah it's fucking crazy like like matt got i posted the same i posted that same meme in a in a community group like in my neighborhood community group (laughs) and like and i posted the same meme and i think i shared the screenshot in the group chat but um they they basically so like it was up for a minute and a couple people commented there was a couple like angry there was a couple like all over the map reactions but it was very early on and then like immediately I got the notification that the community stand, it, it went against community standards, but all they, I got like a slap on the wrist. Like basically I was like, you know, just go to the timeout corner. They basically said I couldn't go live for 30 days. And I'm like, well, I'm never going live in this fucking neighborhood group anyways. But like Matt's doing some serious <laughs> <You> should dude. <laughs> like Matt. Yeah. Maybe I should, but Matt's doing some like serious, like 
federal pound me in the ass prison time on Facebook, a 30 day ban. <laughs> I mean, I got like, I got off easy. Like, um, like I got, I basically got like an ankle bracelet, you know what I mean? Like, so Facebook got, warned you, right? Not the community group. I don't know if Facebook did, or maybe like an admin pulled it and then basically. Yeah. I mean, like it, it I, sounds I like, like it, it sounds like Alex got warned by the group. Yeah. I mean, like, they, I don't think, I don't think know, I you know what the fully, worst thing is the worst thing is like I, is like when you're an admin of a group and somebody posts something and then Facebook basically says this may go against standards do you want to pull it and then right. so you gotta like decide if, if it's gonna go and they're like if you don't like if you make the right. wrong choice here and it does go against standards then you're getting fucked it's like what yeah, because like what, like what is I would, fucking like fucking uh kafka and test like what is going on here well you yeah, get the same thing in the chat like when you're in messenger sometimes you'll share something and it'll say this is inappropriate for facebook and delete it on you really on like, messenger I, oh yeah oh wow, wow I, i've never seen that yeah, hey, you've never Jared, s- yeah. what? Jared, you must jews but jews wisely <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> wow this is why you're in facebook jail yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing away the key matt has no chill but yeah, like, uh, it's crazy. Like, I don't know what happened yet. Like, it's probably that exact situation, Jared and, and, and Nick, like they probably were forced, coerced by Facebook. Like, Hey, you might want to like fucking do something about this person who posted this. And then, you know, they probably reported it. They pulled it. I mean, there was a dude in the same community group that was just posting about the rate of inf- like the infection rate and like, the number of cases in my neighborhood like in my zip code and he just put up like uh and there was a great discussion probably hundreds of comments huge reactions debate etc etc but it got pulled like i went back to kind of like comment like reply was pulled because it probably went against oh the cdc covid guidelines or went against like what the you know um what the our overlords are preaching you know and it got pulled and the dude went back he's like oh okay i guess like we can't even have a discussion here you're just gonna pull my post no discussion is the first thing to go they want no discussion you just do what you're exactly exactly and that's like all right we can agree to disagree but at least allow a fucking uh platform of discussion now it's just like no this goes against it's fucking disgusting man it's really scary Yeah. Is it really scary though? I mean, it's really not, but I mean, it is fucking, <laughs> like, it is a fucking, little scary. Well, no, no, but I mean, it is Facebook and it is a means of organizing and like, it's not a lot like, okay. I guess, I guess what I'm getting at is like, I don't know. Are, are you saying, are you saying it's okay because it's a private tyranny? Well, I wouldn't say it's okay, but the fact is like, you know, it's a way of silencing um i mean for example like look at all these protests that are going on throughout the country look at like i joined this page called reopen maryland i mean it's got thousands of people in this group that are pissed off the fact that like their businesses are closed or they're you know that um their kids are still at home or like whatever the case may be you know it's like kind of like what the fuck like open up already like this is goddamn ridiculous has it attracted opposition alex in that group um no not at all uh i mean i don't know i don't follow it all the time but i'm just saying like if it yeah, was a lot uh yeah phil <laughs> could guys, probably speak more about it but i think you the guys fact that every group all the time 
<laughs> I see Phil post a meme and it gets posted in like 30 different pages and I see every update. <laughs> yep. yeah. Do any of you guys actually get out of the house much right now? No. And the, the reason I ask is because, like I said, I, I, me and my wife, we, we are considered essential. So I'm literally out driving around all day. Most, so of Nick, places, I, most of the places I visit are fucking bodegas and gas stations and shit like that. I see a ton of people. And I will say this, that while you do have the Karens out there, most of the people I see in a day kind of think it's all bullshit. <laughs> like, yeah. so they're not doing deliver- anything about it, but they think it's bullshit. And Nick, you're in a Cleveland... Ohio, yeah. okay. Ohio, and like, and and while most of the, I think most places are reaching a month now. I, I'm pretty sure it's been like a month and a half since we went under lockdown. You know what's kind of crazy? Like I was driving back. I was like, "Fuck it!" And I went up. I visited my parents up in uh, Pennsylvania, and uh, driving back today, coming down like Interstate 95, like mm-hmm. right, uh, there was a huge, like you know how they have the digital billboards, like the digital signs. There was a sign that said like New York, Connecticut, New Jersey travelers. Uh, 14-day voluntary yeah. quarantine, and and I missed it. I like I wanted to get a picture of it, but I'm driving, and then the next couple were just the digital billboards on 95 were just like stay, mm-hmm. save lives, stay home. But I wanted to see that, like, because I don't know if they said like voluntary or like mandatory. Like no, I wanted to like it just says it just says it says um just stay a uh, 14-day quarantine travelers from you know Connecticut, Maryland, yeah. or Connecticut, uh, New York, New Jersey, New York, like New Jersey. Yeah, and I was like, mm. fuck, you know? And that was the thing, too. Like, I wanted to go up visit my parents, like, weeks ago. But my parents were like, oh, what if you get stuck? Like, they were being, like, such, not status, but just worried. You know what I mean? Like, worried, like, what's it going to be like? You know what I mean? Or, like, what the fuck if you drive back? And then they're like, oh, you got to stay home for 14 days, and I could pick up some side work or do some side jobs. And they're like, no, you got to, like, I, you know, I don't know what, How what you level. How force that on you? Well, exactly. Like, I'm like, mom, dad, like, they're, they can't enforce that just yet. It's fucking unenforceable. Like, there's no fucking way. Exactly. Like, how are they going to force someone from New York, New Jersey, or Connecticut that comes, like, if they visited up there and came back to Maryland, how the fuck would they enforce it? Like, there's no fucking way. Like, it's in. It, they also just can't. They just, there's no one sitting. There's no border that they're sitting at. Yeah. There's no, exactly. like, there's no, like, uh, fucking border patrol set up on I 95 that's checking no. you in. Uh, it's right. all 5G, like, man. Huh? Yeah, that's what the 5G is for. Yeah. Yeah, haven't you been, haven't you been, haven't you been <laughs> watching the towers go up? Dude, when you get the when you get the when you get when you get the COVID chat like test, they implant a microchip with an RFID chip. And then mm. with the 5G, that that's what's happening. And, and then they're you gonna have self- all the drones. Dude, you've already got a cell phone in your pocket. Yeah. <laughs> they know where you're at. <laughs> yeah. So that's that that's the that's that's the the dialectic. That's what they want people to think worst case scenario is. So when it's just they add a program to your phone. Yeah, that you know, like, oh, well, at least it's not a microchip. And the program's already there. It's called Google Maps, and it's tracking yeah. you. And it gives so amazing Nick- data. What? Yeah. But I was saying, dude, like, so I have noticed three brand new 5G towers that have gone up in the past two weeks here in Cleveland. Same. Yeah, I've seen them too. They're yeah, going the fuck up. We get faster internet with 5G. I'm all yeah. about it. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but yeah. it does also make it easier for them to track us. Yep. So yeah, that's what Pete Quinones was talking about. He was on yeah, here. The, uh, what about video, um? Uh, go ahead, Alex. The video. Oh no, it was the video. Uh, fuck, I forget his name. He did like a really good 9/11 video. Um, well, Alex Jones. No, not Alex Jones. Change. Pete was talking about it. Um, Pete was talking about him, and uh, he did a really good 5G. It was about a 30-minute long video. 
and yeah, it talked about the health effects. Oh, I know you talked about the Corbett, the Corbett report. Yeah, there? Corbett. Oh, Corbett James report. Corbett. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. feels a little alarmist to me, but yeah, I, uh, he a little a bit conspiratorial. But but no, but at the same token, what I'm getting at, like, all right, so I. Look, I'll take I'll take the next door app with a grain of salt, but I've been seeing people <laughs> please <push>. do. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is I've been seeing a lot of people, like a couple people posting, like I've received call from BGE, like BGE Baltimore Gas and Electric, stating yeah. like if you don't upgrade your gas and electric meter to a smart meter, they'll cut off. Like you, they're basically giving you a deadline, like, look, motherfuckers, you gotta update your meter to a smart meter. Now I did it fucking years ago, and I remember like them talking about that like you don't want a smart meter because then they could track it this and that whatever so there is there is some level of concern with 5g that it's going to be the internet of things that everything's fucking connected to it so if everything's connected to it now you have a means of like basically like think about it right if my smart meter in my house is connected and it's like we don't like what you're talking about we don't like what you're spreading on facebook we don't like you know what I'm saying? It's like that social credit shit. You, you like, said it was a like concern. A, it's not a concern. It's going to happen. That's what we want. But, I want to be able you, to control my refrigerator from seven states away. I mean, yeah. <laughs> but, these things are, it's not like 5G automatically just pulls everything into it. Like you still have to connect to it. There still has to be like, you know, a handshake there. It's not, that's not how that shit works. <laughs> I mean, I understand. But it it's not saying, like the tower goes up and then all of a sudden it just starts pulling in all your data. Like, you know, there's still security. There's still, you know, actually just connecting to the thing. But yeah, it does. It does make it easier to to run the IoT, the Internet of Things. You know, I mean, outside of no, your house, it, it makes it a lot not, easier. So there's that point. I get that. You're not concerned with like all these shit shit in your house just emitting like constant. You know. Uh, I mean, health-wise, no. As far as security-wise, yeah. I mean, there's a big security problem with the Internet of Things that needs to be addressed. Right. Um, I think that's independent of, like, 5G. Right. That's the thing I would be concerned about. Like, you're putting all this information out there, you know. Yeah. That's the thing I'm worried about the most. Sure. Do you guys have smart homes? Like, Alexa and I don't know what else. (laughs) No, I'm not. I'm not letting Big Brother yeah. in my house. <laughs> you do? Oh yeah, I do. We've talked uh, about man. this like a hundred times. <laughs> uh, man, Jared, I've already, I've already given him. I'm a part of the boot of the Borg now. I mean, not, not the Boog, the Borg. They listen to your cell phone. They yeah. have what it is. Kind anyway. Wait, hold on. Here comes Phil uh, with his uh, explanation. Uh, no, no. Here we go. Here we go. All right. <laughs> okay. So your cell phone. If you ever butt dialed someone, you know that you can barely hear like every other word. If you have a, a device that sits in each room, sits up on a nice perch, and, and it's designed to hear people from across the house, that way they can fill in all the rest of the other data that they're missing from shit when you're sitting on your cell phone, your cell phone's in the other room. This is, it's just a fill-in. And it's also, also, it's kind of related to this other story. Someone made Phil, this, they got oh, you scammed. Oh. You, 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 you think that fucking matters? They don't care about listening to that. They're, they've got everything you've ever typed out on Facebook in a private group, every message you've ever sent. Yeah, but I say more heinous things in person than I do, than I do on the internet. Yeah. Do you, though? Like, <laughs> You're uh, pretty nice in person, Phil. <laughs> On the internet, not so much. Yeah, wait, I guess, are, are, you, are you asking your wife if you could go out saying, Mommy, can I go kill tonight? Like, is that what you're trying to make? <laughs> no, I, I, what well, kind of family conversations do you have? Well, I mean, it's, it, gets pretty, it gets pretty bad, man. I don't know. Depends. Depends what you're into. No, I remember like, last night I, I was a little drunk and I, 
I, uh, you, you, like you smacked your wife? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no, I was talking to you on the, I was, uh, what was it in the, the what is it, the anarchy, um, what is anarchy it, bar? bar? Yeah. I was saying some pretty messed up things that probably shouldn't have been saying, but. Wait, so you were on yeah, Anarchy imagine, Bar? Imagine if you just. a minute. Because he yeah, was like, oh, it must be nice or something. Yeah, because it wasn't letting me in. And I'm like, what the uh, fuck? <laughs> so you were just being passive aggressive about it well, instead of nice. figuring it out. No, that was aggressive. That was just a regular aggressive. <laughs> okay. All right. I don't like the idea of everything be re- being recorded, but most people's daily conversations, including mine, are fairly mundane. Um, so you got to not only can you record, but you, they would need somebody to actually sort through it and find anything that's like actually relevant or interesting. They don't really they don't need, need somebody. They, they, they have well, algorithms. They don't need to do that. They just need to well, store like, it. And then once you come up well, as a person of interest, they can just run through all of your data and then pick out what they need to when it comes time to if you become uh, some type of problem in the dystopian future, like that's what they're doing. That's well, what these well, whole NSA computer farms are that's going on in the country. Right. Anyway, like, uh, Kyle, you've well, been watching uh, Kyle, these Kyle, next to the Kyle. FEMA camps. Kyle. No, these are Kyle. legit, dude. You, these are real. Kyle, Kyle. question. Uh, so w- what happens when they start like searching through your conversations and find you talking about like a, a steamy missionary position? Alex, what were you trying to say, that's, Alex? That's what offends me uh, most about Kyle, was that. <laughs> His plainness. The, 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 the idea that Kyle is not out having dirty, raunchy sex just fucks me. Like, yeah, come on, well, Kyle's also in, Represent, uh, Kyle, man. Are you pegging? Are you in a pegging? <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know what that is. Just Google it. He's fine. Googling it right now. Google image search. I know, I know what it is, but no, I'm All not. Right. So, Kyle, Kyle, you've been, he's obviously googling it. We were, we were talking about it before we went live on air, and you said like we, were, we were gonna, you've been watching a lot of Black Mirror lately. So, how about the one episode about the social credit system? And it's already fucking happened in some towns in China. You know, you're not. Scared, we, have, like, we have what's worse than social credit, though. Like the same well, shit happens here. The Karens call in. The the, the, the thing is, they get, we get to pretend that we don't have it, and it's just as bad. Yeah, well, I've seen that. I've seen that episode, and it's. Uh, I'm trying to remember the the title of it. It's something about like falling down to go, or, or going she's down. Trying to go to that wedding. Yeah, yeah she's trying and, to go to that wedding, and and uh, she has to get her credit score up because like the people or the the couple that she's somewhat friends with. Their social credit score is like they're like so higher. She's gotta, yeah, so she's got to build up just to even like attend yeah. She this does wedding. like one thing wrong, right? She like spills, she like spills her coffee on herself, and then it yeah, basically it just, destroys her entire life. It <laughs> like spirals out of control. But I mean, I don't know. There's a thing with the five G. Okay, say we go to a digital currency, which is probably going to happen. Definitely. Um, Bitcoin? It's definitely happening. It's fucking no. happening. It, no. Guys, it would not matter because our currency is almost all electronic right now. Yeah. It wouldn't That's change what I'm hardly saying. anything. You know? It would. Oh, it would, I, Kyle. Well, <laughs> they, I mean, they already control the SWIFT system, so go and try and spend it and get money without the government wanting you to do it. The, what's the SWIFT system? That's yeah. SWIFT look, system. it's a government organization that says it's okay for anyone to send money from bank to bank. Hmm. Like no no transaction happens that the feds don't know about unless it's black market. Right. Well, there's 
there that's, are how, that's how they that's how they stop things from going to countries like the when they do say don't send shit to venezuela it's because they stop it at swift you can't do it like this account's attached to so-and-so nope yeah, I, I, one of the interesting things about Bitcoin is uh, a lot of these ransomware places or ransomware um, frauds use they ask to be paid in Bitcoin, you know. So I mean, <laughs> you know, here here you know the the detractors are like, well, it'll it's just to be used in crimes, and it actually is being used in crimes. Well, that's yeah, the same also- say the same shit about cash that they've been saying for years. <laughs> like yeah. yeah. I mean, civil asset forfeiture. I mean, we've been well aware of that as libertarians. I, I mean, honestly. It's like, it's one of the strong, strongest use cases for Bitcoin is that it does get used in crime. So there's always going to be a reason to use it. It's like, even if you just have a large sum of cash, they could say like, all right, like through civil asset forfeiture, they can confiscate it and say like, until you can prove, um, until you can prove that this was not intended to use for a crime or was, you know, uh, acquired through illegal means, like, you know, we can did you ever confiscate hear the, it. Did you ever hear the story uh, about the it was a gentleman it was an older guy and he'd run like a landscape a guy named Brady business. I don't know maybe <laughs> um, but he uh, basically you got a visitor he, back there you got a visitor <laughs> Nick <laughs> yeah, that's normal <laughs> um, but see uh, the guy so it was an older guy he'd run like a landscaping business and had a bunch of cash money I think he had like 80 grand that he like had kept in cash in his house and he wanted to kind of put it somewhere so he put it in the bank. It was immediately flagged for, for uh, drugs mm. because that's how that's a, that's it, it met the threshold the FBI sets. They confiscated all of it. He then went. I think it took him two years of going through going to the FBI. Like if he went to court, he proved himself innocent, and that he could get the money back. And they said, "Well, we'll give you about fifty percent of it back." And he's wow. like, "What Dude, do you mean?" And, and it was they're like, well, you can sue us for it, but good, good luck winning that case. So you take 50% or you get nothing. Nick, same Crazy. shit happened. Same <laughs> shit happened. Uh, same shit happened in Maryland. This was like year, uh, I'd say about at least like six years ago, because it was six, seven years ago, because when I was still involved in like Campaign for Liberty and Ron Paul, uh, like the Ron Paul grassroots here in Maryland. And Kyle, I think you remember the story. Probably probably anybody from Maryland remembers it, but it was South Mountain Creamery. And it's like this huge dairy out in like Western Maryland. And they do all the farmer's market. They're old school, man. They still do the glass bottle delivery to your house. Like you can set up and they can like deliver your eggs, your, your milk, your cheese directly to your house. And they do all the farmer's market. Well, this is like after 9-11, like years after that. So they do a lot in cash because they're doing like countless amount of farmer's markets throughout the state of Maryland, Virginia, even I think even D.C. Long story short, they forgot to file or they forgot to deposit. And one of their deposits were flagged by the bank. Long story short, like the whole IRS, Treasury got involved and their ha- like their farm was raided. And they confiscated, like, I forget how many, like, it, it was over, like, I think it was, like, $200,000 were seized. And it, it's a long story. You could probably, anybody could look it up. But it's, like, the same situation where, like, if you're not, like, dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's, you know, the feds or any of these fucking agencies can come in and, like, you basically have to prove that this money was not, you know – gained through illegal or like they were worried like oh what what are you funding terrorism or like it was fucking ridiculous it's like a family farm that's been in been in business for like like you know decades 
and they were just distraught and the fucking IRS came on there. Like it was fucking insane. Like anybody could look it up. It's South Mountain, South Mountain Creamery out in Frederick. It happened years ago, like six years, it's six, seven years ago in Frederick, Maryland. Sounds and, like par uh, for the course, man. What's that? It sounds like par for the course. Yeah, exactly. And there's countless stories, just like you said, Nick, like, you know, where if you work in business of cash, you basically like, and that's, and that's the thing. Like if you're in a, if you're selling at a farmer's market, you're dealing in cash. So you're making deposits to the bank. And what happened was, I guess they forgot to, uh, whatever, like a day went by where they forgot to like open the books or, or disclose and, and something was, and they were like fucking investigated and like federal agents like came onto their property. It's fucking insane and confiscated it. So like, we're, confiscated the funds. we're definitely going to see Bitcoin get a lot of onboarding here. I assume in the next year because I don't see them because of the virus side of this. I know that they have, they now have like the drug drug war reasoning for getting rid of cash. And they also have the viral reason for getting cash. Cash is dirty. Cash carries viruses. So they've got yep. ways to convince people that it, it's, it's old. It's outmoded. We need to move along. And when that happens, yeah. you can't do drug deals and cash anymore you're going to see a lot more people using Bitcoin. Like people that aren't tech savvy and have kept doing it the old ways are going to move in. Right. A lot more blowjobs for payments. Hopefully. <laughs> Terrible, dirty joke, Phil. I'll, I'll, I'll get <laughs> a very inappropriate joke. I'll get into crime. Kyle, I can't believe you said that in front of uh, Julie Borowski, Kyle. I know. I regret that. <laughs> that was so messed up, dude. You know, I just, I, know. It's, uh, I just shot from the hip on that one. I should have said hand jobs, you know. Alex, it, uh, I think... Oh, Actually, you know, I think it would it would be horribly sexist of us to not talk dirty when women are on the podcast because because yeah, then we're like changing the way we are for them. You know, isn't that like sexist? Subtle bigotry and low expectations kind of yeah. shit. Well, right. for, with I mean, Julie, I mean, I know that she's personally uh, socially conservative, so I just you know would like to be sensitive to that to just be polite. That's fair, <laughs> but but yet you make that joke, dude. It's very fair. I've never I bothered to try and ask her on the podcast for no other reason than I'm just know that I'm not going to say anything that's going to make her happy. Like my, my standard response to the IP question is, well, I mean, people will always want blowjobs. So innovation will always happen. Wait, what does like that have to do with IP? The what's auto that? blow. Oh. Well, no, no, no. Because <laughs> people will say, well, what's the, in what's the incentive to invent or create anything? Blowjobs. There's oh, always going to be saying. fucking ugly dudes that want to be known as the guy to cure cancer because that dude will never run out of them. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, but hold on. I wanted to circle back to uh, a somewhat related topic, but uh, Alex, I think you were the one telling me about cocaine Island, that documentary. Oh yeah. Did you see it? Dude? Yeah. I watched it with Shannon. Uh, I think it was yes. Or dude, wasn't ago. that, wasn't that fucking nuts? Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I felt uh, bad for that guy, dude. I mean, first of all, obviously it's a nonviolent crime for one, but also he got like right. totally just set up by the fucking feds. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a, it was such a crazy story. Like it was no. a real crazy story with with like the you know the kind of characters not as crazy as like uh, 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 Tiger, uh Tiger, Tiger, King. Tiger King, but like like a step down, like the one fucking like druggy that he was friends with. Yeah, it was like I at mean, the the tattoo parlor. Yeah, and he was just like, he brought him on, like, he was just like his, uh, you know, just yeah. looking out for him, trying to be like uh, the dad he never had, and like, brought him in. And right, then, uh, right. And then like, his oh, friend who was like, wearing the fucking mask the whole time, or the, uh, the, well, the thing everyone's wearing now, but the, um. Oh, right. Uh, yeah. 
Dude, it's been Bandana. so long since I, since I, I'm glad you watched that, but I mean, shit, that was like about a year ago when I like, or I don't know, it was a long time. I was like, yo, you guys got to see this. This story's fucking That was a year dark. ago? I thought you watched that during, I thought that was one of the ones we were talking about, like, check this out during, during your quarantine. Uh, it could have been, I don't maybe know. Maybe you brought it <laughs> up. I thought you had just I, watched it. Dude, time, time is like, I don't even know what time is anymore. Like yeah. right now, I hear you. <laughs> like, like apparently, is it? Apparently, Nick thinks we're in last week because Nick is sharing a uh, our podcast. He's having a watch party with Julia Borowski. I didn't match that. Out. <laughs> no, I shared the current one, and then it, it the stream went away, and I thought I deleted yeah. it. So that Netflix, yeah, the original I, stream got fucked up from Zoom. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, we're back yeah, on this, now. What was the name of it, Jared? It was like uh, the Secret of Cocaine Island. It's on Netflix. It's a fucking. It might have just story. been called Cocaine Island, but Cocaine I, I don't Island. know. There yeah, might have been a uh, little subtitle there. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, mean, get, I don't, I don't oh, want to give ahead. it away either, but like, it, yeah. I just I, well, I I did relate it to the to the one topic, which kind of dude. What's re- what's really great? Like, I mean, there's a lot of cool shows coming out. Like, I ha- I want to check out Waco, like that series. Oh, yeah, on I saw that popped up. And there's another really good one. I think I shared it in a group chat. Like, this is definitely really good quarantine watching. But it's uh, it, it's a short docu series. It's like maybe. Oh, hold on! It's called The Legend of Cocaine Island. The Legend of Cocaine Island. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking wild. And then there's another one um, that's really good. It just came out. It won like Sundance Film Fest. It won like so many film festivals for a docu series. But oh, it's cool. called Wild. It's called Wild Wild Country. And I oh, think yeah. I that one's about amazing. That. I saw. That. Oh, you saw it too, Nick? Yeah, uh, I've, I've never actually watched it. I listened to a six uh, six part like uh, uh, you. You guys follow the actual Anarchy guys at all? They do. No, an, no. They, they do ANCAP movie reviews, and they they did a whole like me, like uh, not just one review on it. They did like a whole group of reviews on it. Like one. I was one actually forever. trying to get Matt to go on there to talk about like horror movies and shit. Oh, yeah. Really? Yeah, like, like what happened? Because they that? wanted me to come on. I was like, I don't really watch horror movies. It's like, yeah. I mean, I would totally do it because like, that's uh, more of a Bergman thing. And yeah. then they never uh, followed up. But anyways, I mean, I'm I'm I'm, I'm I'm actually in the chat with their their guy right now. All right, well, <laughs> like, hook it up, man. I'll, I'll make yeah, it happen. Yeah, hit me up, dude. Um, I go on there when we do John Cusack movies. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't you don't like John Cusack, dude? I mean, huh? I have all of his films up up in, on DVD. Including things like the journey of Natty Gan, which you've never heard of. So I, I think I did hear that. Wasn't that like early nineties? <laughs> I think it's like ninety two or something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's almost like a Disney movie. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm, I'm the next one. I gotta remind him. Hey, man, I gotta come on and do War Inc. with you. I like. I'm real big into like uh, High Fidelity and Gross Point Blank. Those are uh, my two favorite Cusack movies, probably. Uh, they're both fantastic. And then after that, I. Yeah, that, that's what I would go with after that. Better off dead. Dude, uh, Kyle, Phil, what are you guys checking out lately during quarantine? Like, what are some of your recommendations? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I really haven't been watching that much stuff. I've been watching Westworld and the late, and I've kind of burned out on Westworld. I got to the third season. And it's lost the uh, Wild West theme. You know, it's like sci-fi and Wild West intertwined. And they've yeah. gone more sci-fi and less Wild West. And I'm just losing interest in yeah, this the show. The new season's mostly sci-fi. It's rated Although, uh, way down, uh, for the record. What is? Yeah. Westworld's ratings are tanking right now. Really? It's just everyone's bored with it. Like, yeah, I'm bored with it, exactly. They, they, and they I blew mean, their wad in the first season, and they kept, they kept some people the second season. But, like, now it's just it's boring. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm definitely, I don't know. But I am going back. I, I say going back. I'm watching some Black Mirror episodes, which is, uh, you know, all dystopian, all, like, uh, technology taking over. Really you know great libertarian themes. Like, this one that I just watched today, they got they put an implant in the soldiers that's, so that they, a, see, so they see civilians as, like, um, you know, monsters. And they're, so that helps them, like, kill women and children. And they don't realize that they're killing women and children and civilians uh unarmed civilians a lot of cases you know and, what black um, mirror uh black mirror reminds me it's like a modern day twilight oh yeah it was, it was yeah. really it's good like, the first three seasons i hated it after that though uh yeah i mean well, it got progressively it got progressively less creative i think i think they yeah. started leaning too heavily on like the oh let's just embed consciousness and everything yeah. You know, there's like too many episodes that were like, oh, what if you could put yourself inside of a teddy bear? Or what if you could, you know, <laughs> uh, put yourself inside of like a, an alternate reality or a video game? It was like, okay, we get it. That's a theme. Like, let's, let's go back to the, like, I love the first season where it was like the first episode was. Fucks a pig. Yeah. Like, it's like. Dude, that was has, fucking crazy. Like, it that wasn't was super futuristic. It was like, this could happen tomorrow. You know? Dude, like, every, every episode. That's the Jared. shit that I liked. Yeah, like within the first season, and the thing is, the beauty of this show is you can watch them independently because they're they're not. They're yeah, just it's, well, it's like Twilight episodes. Zone. They're not. Yeah. Exactly. So, but the, like you said, exactly. Like every single fucking episode in the first what two three seasons, I came away with like I could see that happening. I could yeah. see that happening. Like right. that could definitely happen, and it's sometime in a very near future, or you know, maybe somewhat. I don't know, ten fifteen years from now. But yeah, that's. But I don't know. I haven't. Honestly, kept it was just lately. when they made it American that kind of that kind of ruined it. <laughs> like uh, it was just better when it was like British. A British series. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I'm the also... soldier one's the best though. Like the one where the guy, like that Kyle was talking about, was my favorite takeaway. Episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there are definitely some stark. good ones. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it yeah. also you know it was about eugenics. They were trying to commit uh, or do a eugenics program and actually eliminate. I guess the this the gypsies or the Romanians. That's what it sounded like to me. Yeah, um, get rid of the gypsies. The I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back and just watch the first season on you guys' recommendation. I've been jumping around, just looking at ones that look sound interesting based on the description. I haven't been watching them in order or anything like that. Uh, so. Kyle, watch watch the first like two, three, like one or two seasons, yeah, the, and it's yeah. Yeah, I would say like the first the first season is probably the best. Oh yeah, personally, cool. and then thing. yeah, it, 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 it they're all good. It just it's not it just like I said, it starts to lean a little bit too much on this like one premise of like embedding consciousness and everything, and you're like, okay, yeah, I have seen that repeated a few times, and it, but obviously it's still fresh and new to me. So like the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But I'm seeing they're reusing that concept in other episodes. Um, I also watched this documentary called not documentary show called Dark. I don't know if you ever heard of that. It's in German. I started watching that like a while ago. It was uh, pretty awesome, but I I lost track. They dubbed it. They dubbed it. I started watching it dubbed, and I, their lips weren't lined up. And I was like, I think this is in another language. So I looked yeah. it up on the internet, and the, the review said, like, hey, if you watch this show, make sure you watch it in German with English subtitles. It's way better that way. Yeah. So I, I tried that. And I mean, I don't know. It it was compelling. I'm I'm interested to watch. What's more. it about? I've never heard of it. Um, it's about a village in Germany that's near a nuclear power plant, and it has four families that have. Uh, it it like 
it kind of has some time tra- time travel stuff going on or not time travel but like lots of flashbacks and oh, okay. um things like that but these four families are all completely screwed up and like it's uh you know they've there's lots of like it's a little suicides right it's a little supernatural it's a little just uh like dealing with their their family dramas like the one kid's father killed himself and his his mother's like sleeping with the police officer who's married with kids and i don't know it's so it's got they got a lot of like uh intertwined scandals going on it's good it's entertaining i mean the first episode was entertaining and it's a little bit horror too all right, so why don't we go to like topic number one on the board? Where only, uh, okay, we're only fifty we really minutes wanna, into the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you really want to talk about it? What is yeah, it? I mean, do I don't we remember I mean, what it is? Like, is is, is, is Kim no. Jong Un dead or isn't he? Uh, it sounds like he's uh, dead. hot Asian chicks. He's probably dead. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like yesterday, they announced they kind of announced that he might be dead. And then today, like I saw an article of uh, like saying that he wasn't dead. So it's like I don't know. What do you guys think? I just would not want to be his surgeon right now, because it was what botched. It was a botched uh, heart procedure or surgery. His surgeon's probably a hero, dude. His surgeon probably did what nobody else could get close enough to do. Mm, you think he did it on purpose? Uh, I mean, probably. I doubt it. They love yeah, him over it. there, or. The, the <laughs> I don't know if they're conditioned to or what it Wait, is. What is it? I mean, whoever the surgeon is, it a nation full of uh, Kyle Wagner's. What did Kim Jong? What did Kim Jong Un know about Hillary Clinton? Did he have information? <laughs> uh, they oh, said he's know. obese. They said he's like. More, I don't know if he's. Uh, have, the guy was seen o- pictures, dude. The guy was. Oh yeah. I mean, what do you? They say he's obese. Have you ever seen pictures of him? Yeah, yeah I mean, not, he was he was fat, but I wouldn't I wouldn't describe him as obese. Dude, yeah, he's not he the epitome well, of physical fitness. I mean, uh, I don't know. He's definitely obese based on the stats that I got. They, he's they, obese they, and he was like a heavy smoker too. Like he was I like feel personally attacked by this. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a heavy smoker, Phil? Smoking a dick. Smoke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I just I just channel my inner Matt. Smoking pole. Just to, just so you feel better, Phil. When I was reading their specs at like how he was a fat piece of shit, and I'm like, oh God. I'm like, way worse than that. Does he have? <laughs> God, is that where it's, that what it's come to? Yeah, smoking and drinking every day and eating the best bulgogi on, you know. Well, that's and, a and having a whole a whole harem of like women in all that, day. I mean, damn. In the article, they literally blamed it on cheeses. Like the article I read was like, he, he's just full of cheeses, and I'm like, what the cheeses? Damn, if that's the case, I'm gonna die. All right. <laughs> I think I, uh, I, you know I, if he's if he's sick. The the question for me, or if he dies, is what what happens next, right? Who's the next successor? Well, allegedly, it's a it's his sister. Kim Jong. But I heard I heard some pushback to that because it's a very patriarchal society, and yeah. Michael. I mean, everyone's going to Michael Malice. Michael Malice is the one person to trust on this issue. So yeah, what's he saying? Um, that's where I that's where I got my information on. He said that that's not confirmed yet. He's like, there's that. No one really knows because it's such a patriarchal society that it, they don't know. They just don't know. Right now, they don't even know. They're not even admitting that he's dead. Yeah. So we don't know. Well, and I think that probably has more to do with the fact that it is up in the air as to what they are going to do. Right. Like, I think that they want to use the smokescreen of no one knows to find time to figure out who is going to be his successor. I think the reason his sister got floated is because she has kind of like an international 
like audience people already know her and she is also known for being pretty fucking ruthless so she looks I'm, like a total bitch oh yeah i don't in, i don't i don't <laughs> i don't in, i don't invest in stocks i don't invest in stocks but i think maybe if those that do it'd probably be a good time to look at international stocks and investing in like south korean like construction companies because this could be like <laughs> this could possibly be like uh reunification potentially i mean i don't know it, it, it might be Doubtful. it might be it, uh, i don't know man i mean the fact i mean that, his dad uh, only died a couple of years not terribly long ago it, it wasn't really on the table then either well it wasn't on royal the table. families are royal families <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, at the same yeah. token, at the same token, like, look at the progress that has been made since his father, Kim Jong Il, died. You know, there. But that might be of... that might be completely lost. Could like, be. This might be. A, this thing. might actually be a bad thing. You know. This could be. I mean, like as much military... as I love dictators dying. As much you know, as you. Yeah. As much as I. <laughs> I mean, he actually played the game with Trump. Like. Shut up, Matt. Well, that, that's what I mean. So uh, Jared kind of some... said he loves, he said, as he said, quote, as much as I love Dick. Taters. <laughs> Chop it up, dude. Chop it up. <laughs> <laughs> I love taters. There you got that's what I heard. That's Dick what I heard. Taters. 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 He loves <laughs> Dick, Dick taters. mashed potatoes. Dying. But, you mean, it reminds me of Zimbabwe a little bit because remember when um, I think it was a Mugabe, Mugabe died? Um, yeah. you know, they tried to have his wife yeah, take over, man. and that, it did not fly, man. You know, they it's it's difficult for a woman in a lot of these countries to take power in any country, I think. Oh, smash the patriarchy. Okay, so on the outside, what are the chances Hillary Clinton swoops in and takes it over? <laughs> that is that on the table. <laughs> She's got the pantsuits, man. She's got the pantsuits. She's ready. Right. The pantsuits. She's ready. <laughs> Just get her the haircut. I mean, and I know she's more ruthless than anyone they've ever had there. So, right. I mean, technically, they have a Jesus higher Christ. body count with the the North Koreans, but I mean, yeah, they live in a country where it's legal. Those, uh, those, like, his name was. Separate. Well, do they have a higher body count? I mean, how many deaths is Hillary responsible for overseas? Good <laughs> God. I mean, very good point, Jared. I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean, I would not want her in charge of those uh, prison camps in North Korea, like in the in the gulags and the you know reeducation camps. But I don't know. I'm just saying, like, there is an opportunity where I mean, I mean, when I was in the Air Force, I was stationed over there twice. Not that I'm like that gives me so much insight, but I definitely think like over the years that South Korea and, and North Korea have definitely been like trading and talking and like, there's more like of an economic incentive. And I definitely think during this Trump administration, he's definitely like opened up the dialogue between the two and it's kind of taken a little less of a hardened stance. So, but like Jared said, who the fuck knows, man, because there could be some like some fucking hardened generals that are just looking that are like good old communist, you know, uh, soldiers that have did their time and they're like could be next in line it could be like right uh, and they and they could be you know i mean uh trump for you know all of his faults was able to it seems to have developed some sort of like positive or sort of positive relationship with or at least getting a dialogue yeah, going which yeah i mean oh, he, you, know you know what he was the first he was the first what was he the first american president to set foot in north korea since the 50s yeah dude he shook hands it was, that was so fucking wild he just went across like he went across because i've been up there like 
Panmun John, the first time I was stationed in McCree, it was so fucking wild. Like I got pictures of it. It was pretty wild. So like it's right on the um so so you have the DMZ. So you have South Korea on one side and then you have North Korea and it's it's a two mile width. So there's like chain link fences and Constantine wire and a fucking minefield, like going the whole span of the border between North and South Korea. And there's never been a peace treaty. Like they're still tech they're still technically yeah, still at war. war. So the thing is, so it's it's uh, Camp Boniface, and Camp Boniface is I don't think it's there's U.S. soldiers there anymore, but Camp Boniface is the like right there on the DMZ. So I did a tour, and I had to be in like my dress blues like uniform, um, and literally like I go up there, and they they sit you down in a theater, and they give you a briefing, and they're basically like, all right, and I had to sign a fucking waiver, and stating that this is technically a war zone. You could fucking be shot or die or fucking who knows. So you sign this waiver and they take you. Um, so then you get on the bus and then you go towards Panmun John. And Panmun John is where literally like on the south and the, like right where they met, you have North Korean soldiers just staring down South Korean and U.S. Yeah, they're like, like literally in one room. Like it's like in yeah. one room. They're just standing either. Yeah. So like the first, if they were ever to go to war, like start back up again, those two would be like the first people to die. <laughs> right so like so like the, there's these like shacks like basically these buildings yeah. right along the border and there's this brick like brick fucking like line and those rooms are built on it and they're basically they were they were uh since the korean war they basically since like the ceasefire they were basically rooms set up to have negotiations or to have sit downs or just whatever the case may be but literally the back side of the room you're in north korea so they literally had like two South Korean soldiers. They're like all in this like fucking Taekwondo ready to fuck shit up. Like yeah. Sunglasses and what I got pictures of. It. It's fucking wild. And you go in this room and they, you're on the side of the desk and it's like, yeah, you're technically in North Korea right now. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm in North Korea. But it's fucking, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? It's fucking Wizaro. And dude, I'm seeing like all these commies like in like watchtowers and shit, like right over the border. And it's like, what the fuck? Like I'm 24 years old. Like, what the fuck is going on here? This is insane. And the fact that the fact that Trump had the fucking balls, he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna step over this line and I'm gonna shake Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Un's hand, like just yeah. what Jared's talking about, like to have a dialogue. Like, but you know what? The best case scenario might be Dennis Rodman's gonna be the next dictator of North Korea. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> How cool would that first. be? Like Dennis Rodman, <laughs> the worm will now like be the next uh i don't know but dude it's like that's a thing like that's the thing that's kind of scary is the fact that like we that he actually built up a dialogue because the second time i was stationed over korea shit was fucking wonky because it was right when kim jong-un took power from kim jong-il and they were all like there was like we don't fucking know like he's the son like kim jong-il's been in there forever like there's all these hardened fucking communists, uh, like his general and his inner circles and all his generals. And like, we don't, yeah, I don't like, think Kim and I don't think Kim Jong-un had any military experience. No, not at all. Whereas, like Kim, Kim, whereas I think Kim Jong-il did. Mm-hmm. I, Kim, I think Kim Il-sung was the one who fought in the actual war, but then yeah. I, think, Dude, I think his son yeah. had some sort of military training. Kim, Kim Jong-un well, is the fucking me and Phil of North Korea. Some fucking <laughs> yeah. fat dude that got to run a country. It's like, yeah, so it's like... He's, he's yeah. literally, literally the... What the hell is that uh, movie from the 90s where 
John Goodman, uh, was it uh, Prince Ralph or whatever the hell it was? King Ralph? <laughs> King Ralph, yeah. <laughs> like, that's that's literally the, the, the story behind fucking Kim Jong-un. Yeah, hey, hey, guys, guys, we're going to uh, take this on over to After Hours. So, uh, yeah, hit us up over at uh, Patreon. And, dude, we got, uh, uh, we got anything to plug, Matt? Yeah, we have things to plug, dude. Um, yeah, plug like, away, my man. Like plug Nikki, away. Nick Pacone, what would you like to plug? Just just go to nickpacone.com. I have lots of podcasts and lots of other shit I do. And I will I will vouch, actually, as a member of the uh, patron group for Punk Rock Libertarians. It's The content's good, guys. Get in, yeah. Get in there. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, you, you're actually, you help us out, um, but you're actually not on Patreon because the Patreon is... Yeah, no, I, I'm, I actually don't know that I help the podcast. I could just be helping Jared because I PayPal <laughs> him money every month. I don't know what he does with it. Oh, that's Jesus. between that's between well, you guys. I don't really care. Between me and the rest of the banking conglomerates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. The but, cabal. Uh, the banking cabal. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah. Um, yeah. Fuck Patreon. If you if you can, if you can find a way around that, fuck. Yeah. Patreon. We do. We yeah. do take uh, PayPal, Bitcoin, Venmo, whatever. And you get also, more of a percentage also, of it, don't you? For, yeah. I mean, if you send it PayPal and you're in America, I think I get a hundred percent. Yeah, because we're friends, right? We're, we're family. Yeah. I'm not buying yeah. anything from you. Yeah, we just I just get a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, also, the, uh, this podcast is brought to you in part by Conversations About Freedom podcast, hosted by Moral right Bob. Here. Right here, man. Yeah. We also, we have, nice. t- we have t-shirts over at libertariancountry.com, right? And if you type in the code PRL or the code PRL podcast, you'll receive a 10% discount. But if you type in the code, if you spend more than $50... And you type in the code PRL2, you'll get a 20% discount. Fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So get get a bunch of like Liberty swag for the uh, apocalypse, you know? And then, uh, yeah, let's take this shit on over to the after hours. Cool. Until next time, live free. We're down. That is shed. Drenching the flags on the tax bombs and red. Voices by a few at the expense of the many. Soldiers and gods in a death machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom in death point in a fine land. You support the troops that bring them home. I believe the jokes will do the best for you. And I believe that we. Have the power, have the power I hate the state And I know I'm a slave We can make the break Break the power, break the power Society owes individuals nothing more Than not interference with natural rights What's a virtuous person fully comprehends the non-aggression principle, the violence of the state becomes absolute.